On today's show, Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving get their first win as a duo together. How'd they do it? And how concerned are we about that defense? We'll talk about that and more on today's Lockdown Mavs. I'm Luka Doncic, and this is Lockdown Mavs. Don't believe you shouldn't be here. And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for being part of the show and letting it ride. Even beating the Spurs. You only get to let it ride so many times a year. So we're letting it ride today. Thanks for being part of the show. Make it Lockdown Maps your first listen each and every day and every post game. We are free and available on all podcast platforms, including YouTube. But the best way you can help us grow the show is to listen every day and to comment anything below. Let us know what's one reason why the Mavs beat the Spurs in this game. There's a whole bunch of reasons. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online available to people worldwide and they have a special offer for our listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash locked on and joining me as always my co-host writer contributor at mavs.com the duo dude the one more thinking what you got for me Isaac Harris are you saying like duo or like do as in condensation did you grab a mop the do duo dude can you stop taking pictures of the court and actually get out there with a the mop and make it? <laughs> Come on. I, haven't, on. I had an extra jacket. I should have just used it as another mop. Oh, we did have another delay, but uh, today's episode will break down why the map has got to win. Uh, how concerned are we about the defense? And Isaac Harris. Uh-oh. It's the holiday season. The holiday, holiday season. season. <laughs> and Justin is the best. Brother, no, I don't know. No. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> no, the threes he dropped. No, I just got nothing else. Uh, yeah, Dallas Mavericks get a win against the Spurs. Coming out of the All Star break, y- you want your team to come out and like, all right, this is it. A lot of people say even this is when the real season starts, even though it's only twenty more games left in the season. But like, this everybody define the season. Each team, each team knows what they are pretty much at this point, except for maybe the Lakers. Everybody knows what they are at this point, and. Now you're like, okay, let's try and see what it looks like. Mavs are still missing Maxi. Maxi didn't play in this game, but you got Luca and Kyrie, and you get a taste against a bad team, but you get a taste of what that can look like. Listen, if there's one team that you could pick across the league to say, I want to play that team coming out of the break at home, it's San Antonio. It's the team that's <laughs> that's lost 14 games in a row before <laughs> this game. And uh, you, know, you gave them their 15th loss, so... You needed this. This is why we said a few days ago. I was like, listen, sit, beginning of a six-game homestand, like, let's do this thing. Let's start this thing off strong. Let's, you know, put away the Spurs. Should be an easier win. Get the first win under your belt, you know, with Kyrie and Luka. So let's start with the good, because I think there was some bad. I think the, the defense is definitely bad, and I would like to talk about it. But let's start with the good. I mean, Luka looked great. Went to the free throw line 12 times. 10 assists. Was It was kicking it all over the place. Him and Kyrie... You can just tell that there are moments in the game where, all right, Luka takes over. All right, Kyrie takes over. Beginning of the fourth quarter, Kyrie takes over, which is just... Mm. Gone are the days of us just going, 
You know, should they put Luca in before, like early? Should they? Should they just like remember when Kid was experimenting with starting Luca in fourth quarters at times this year and just playing him like the entire second half? And like, this is why you go get Kyrie. <laughs> this is why you go get us another star, and why we've been asking for another star for years. And like, you know, Brunson, Dinwiddie, they they did their best, but like, this is different. Like the things Kyrie is doing on a court, like he scores and nobody else can stop him in in any way. He he was doing stuff tonight that. Uh, was making Luca laugh. Like Luca doesn't laugh at many other people's like like baskets that they make. He laughs at his own, like the backwards half court shot he hit at that All Star. But like Luca's laughing, like outright on the court, laughing at things Kyrie was doing tonight because they're just absurd. Yeah, I mean, I think gone are the days uh, that you're going to the bathroom or getting you know food when Luca <laughs> checks out of the game, right? Like you you know Fair. you're saving that for the end of quarters because now it's just as exciting. Is when Luca's out there, you know, like Kyrie is such a fun, entertaining player to watch play on the basketball court. That's like, all right, you know, Luca sets down the rest. Kyrie's out there. It's like, what's Kyrie gonna do? They're gonna, you know, pick up the tempo. He's gonna find the guy. He's gonna have some crazy shots. And it's like, oh, Kyrie's out of the game. Oh, well, we have our MVP guy and Luca. Luca's gonna do his thing. So, I mean, what what a one-two punch. We've talked about the duo forever, but and I do, I do want to watch forever. The duo. It's been like three weeks. <laughs> Yes, there you go. Three weeks. It's forever. Um, <laughs> now, reminder, this was a Spurs team that started, you know, uh, Jop, uh, Zach Collins, Malachi Branham, Devontae Graham, Keldon Johnson. You know, you see that and you're like, all right, cool. You should beat him by 20. But still, I mean, they're one of the best duos in the league and scoring wise, they're going to, I mean, they're going to be able to match scoring wise with any duo. I mean, I saw people, I, you know, I, the starting lineup was tweeted before the game. I quote tweeted it and said, this is unofficially a must-win game. Because looking at that starting lineup for the Spurs, saying, all right, you got to get this win because it's too stacked in the West right now. And it's too close for you to just give away games that where Malachi Branham and Kata Bates-Jop and Zach Collins are starting for another team, right? And so there was even people that responded like, this is a trap game. It's a trap game for the Mavs. That's, it's, it's different now. Right? Like I think this is this this game didn't prove that, but I think you can see from like the Minnesota game where Kyrie took over, the Clippers game, like a couple of these games where the Mavs would normally just like falter and just like fall or, or you know succumb to the trap of the of it. Like, you know, go full Admiral Akbar and go for the trap. But they they didn't. And they, they don't because now Kyrie can can carry over those those moments where Luca's off the court. It's 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 darn near refreshing, Isaac Harris. It's, it's, like, it's right well, there. Yeah, well, that, that's why, I mean, I wrote down, I mean, obviously we're going to talk more about this game on the pod, not to discredit the rest of the podcast, but it was, <laughs> yeah, I wrote down my, my first note on on my notes was, there's not a ton to learn from this game. You just got to win. Like, for for me, it's like, I, I you know, I, I'm not sitting there having these, like, bigger takeaways of, look at this combo or look at this. I mean, because... I mean, this is literally like the worst roster in the league. So it's it's hard to, you know, you're not walking away from it with some like sweeping new thing. Now we can talk about Justin Holiday and like some fits and stuff and some rotation stuff, but you you took care of business. This is what good teams do. When you play the Spurs with, you know, 23 games left in the season, they've lost 14 straight. You beat them at 20. So here we go. You took care of business. And this is a team that like the Mavericks can score. They're just, it's, they're just going to be a great offense. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to be like watching them like create the amount of open shots. Like we'll, we'll talk about Justin holiday. Like you said, but he even mentioned like, I'm going to get open shots here. Luca, Luca even mentioned in his post game that 
you know, with Kyrie now, we're creating even more open shots. He answered a question that that um, Brad asked him about catch and shoot threes. Luca took a couple of catch and shoot threes. He he even passed yeah. up a couple of catch and shoot threes in this game. That were he was just wide open, and he said, "With Kyrie, we're getting even more open shots." Imagine a Mavericks team where they create even more wide open shots. And if you just looked at the box score, you say, "Oh, the Mavs shot fifty two percent from three. Is this offense real?" Like it is because they're creating such good looks. From three, like even more so that like those are high quality looks. Imagine a free agent, you know. That's I mean we've talked about this. I mean, Justin like, Holiday, hey, Justin Holiday was a free yeah. agent that the Mavericks just brought in. Like like Justin Holiday turning into a legit, you know, three point shooter hitting you know multiple threes a game off the bench for this team as they make like a you know a playoff run. I mean that's you know a huge selling point to any you know shooter Massive. out there in free agency this summer is like oh do you want to come shoot shots with. Luca and Kyrie, I do. I do. I would like. I would like that very much. Coming up, I got to bring us back down to earth, though. We talked about the positives. Hey, I, I said I just listed off the Spurs starting lineup. <laughs> I know, and so I've got some concerns. We'll talk about those concerns, and then we'll talk about the role players uh, coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about BetterHelp. When you're at your best, you can do great things, but sometimes life gets you bogged down. You may feel overwhelmed. Feel like you're not showing up in the way that you want to. Uh, I feel like this. I, I've gone to therapy. I've used better help when, you know, I, sometimes I feel like my problems are like small compared to other people's. And I'm like, well, I have no reason to go to therapy, right? Like, you know, I'm, I have my dream job, basically. Like I have a great wife. I have, you know, a good life, family that loves me, you know, all those things that you count your blessings, but there's still things you want to talk out, whether you have lots, you know, you have trauma to unpack that, that you need to, or if you're like me and you're like, Things are going well, but there's still things that I struggle with and I have a hard time with and I, I need to talk out. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to the better version of you. So if you want to live in a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. All right, Isaac Harris, thanks for making Lockdown Mavs your first listen each and every day in every post game. We are here for you five days a week. Uh, let me bring us back down to earth here. We talked about the positives. Good win after the All-Star break. Luka and Kyrie doing well. Uh, this defense is bad. It's ve- it's very bad. Through the through this game. You know, is it that bad? They turned it on, I thought, in like the second like the the fourth quarter, maybe. But they, they just like explode. The offense exploded, and then it turned into a lot of garbage. Like there's like six minutes of garbage time in this game, so you don't take too much from the fourth quarter. But like at halftime, the Spurs had like 119 offensive rating, which is the Spurs have the second worst offense in the NBA. So watching them try and defend and their rotations and try and figure out okay who goes there. Now they're introducing new players. Kyrie's still new. Justin Holiday's playing his first game, but. I'm concerned about the bigs rotation with Dwight and Christian Wood. I'm concerned about. Oh, really? Uh, I'm concerned about Luca. I'm concerned about a couple of things with this defense. Now it's going to take, it's going to take some time, but I don't know if they have enough time watching what I saw tonight. I don't know if they have enough time to figure out how to play a really good defense. I'm just trying to imagine Kevin Durant and, and Devin Booker or Kawhi playing against this defense right now. Well, I mean, I don't even know if it's like time. I mean, I, it could just be like a roster thing, you know, like that it is what it is. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think Maxie's going to help. I mean, we've talked about it the past two days and you know, taking questions from, you know, a lot of listeners and 
some iterations of that we've answered it, you know, multiple times about Maxi coming back. Is that going to change a ton of things? I think it will change, you know, a decent amount, especially at the end of games. But I mean, they had 66 points in the paint tonight. You know, the Spurs, the Spurs did. The Spurs have the um, worst offense in the NBA. Yeah. And once again, that's not just a, hey, Dwight Christian Wood type thing. That's your perimeter, you know, defenders getting blown. But past. it is, though. That's, like it, it is, it is those guys, but it's, 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 it's all, a part it's, of it. Yeah. <laughs> it, but, but I, I just don't, I don't want them to get all the blame because. No. A lot of it goes to the perimeter defense too, getting blown past, and these guys are scoring in the paint too. So, transition defense. I mean, I wrote that down as a note. I mean, there are a few times that you know, Luca and Krishna would. There was, there was one transition. It's like I don't even know if they they moved. Like it was, <laughs> they were both just like stuck in like quicksand, and they just like zoomed past them. So, uh, it's tough. I mean, they're you know, no one no one comes to these games to you know watch eighty to eighty. And <laughs> Jace again was not lying. Like here, here's my theory. I don't know the rope does the truth. He does. He did tell the truth on that one, though. My theory, you know, always looking for positives over here. The rope a doping everybody. They're, <laughs> they're gonna come out. They're gonna be this elite defense in the playoffs. You just wait. Playoffs start. They're gonna lock them down. First round opponent's gonna average like 94 points per game. <laughs> now I I have. In the past, I'm just kidding. Don't, don't. (laughs) Clip that, clip that, clip that. Intern, (laughs) intern, clip that. Uh, I have in the past talked about this Mavericks defense, and it is a lot about effort. I don't think the Mavericks are going to come out here and play their optimal best effort against this this Spurs team or out right out of All Star break and all that. Uh, I had hoped that maybe they would clamp down a little bit and just show us the the potential of this, especially against a bad team. Like, hey, we can we can take care of business early. They, I don't think they took care of business early. It was fourth quarter. Then they turned it into a blowout. Kyrie went nuts offensively, was you know kicking it around, was really making things happen, and that's how they got. Um, that's how they made ten three. They made ten threes in the fourth. Um, but th- that's they, how they, they just yeah they just made ten threes in the game. They they average around you know one twelve a game. They put up one sixteen as far as the Spurs. So it's like Spurs, you, yeah. you let the Spurs score over their average, uh, and they're twenty fourth in the league in points per game. So. They already suck on offense. So I, I think the defense, it's it's not as bad as it looked in this game, at least to me, because there's just times when I'm like, oh, there's going to be a pick and roll and like Christian Wood gets lost. There'll be, you know, as soon as Josh Green gets screened, like it's it's done. The play is over. <laughs> See, <laughs> like, I think it almost looks just as bad against a, a, a game like this because the opponent sucks so bad. And it's like, all right, cool. We just watched, you know, Blake Wesley get to the basket again compared to giving up like 120 to the Lakers on Sunday. And it's like, all right, well, at least it's yeah. 80 and LeBron. <laughs> at, least, at least our defense is bad, is equally bad against everybody. The thing that I thought that they really struggled in this game was against at big athletic wings. Like Katie Bates job, get into the rim. Uh, Keldon Johnson, yeah. get into the rim. Like you said, Blake Wesley a couple of times. But like these big physical wings, they're going to struggle because who are their perimeter defenders? Josh Green, who's... You know, six five. He's he's fast, but he's not he's not your big wing. He's not going to go after like the he's not going to he's not supposed to, he's not supposed to guard the LeBrons, the KDs. You know those kind of guys. Uh, j- uh, kid joked about Justin Holiday and Reggie Bullock being like the two skinny guys, like like trying to see who's skinnier on on the team. And uh, I mean, those guys are are slight as well. So they, you just don't have anybody. I mean, even Dorian wasn't like a, a big. A big wing like that, he was taller than these guys, but like you just didn't he, have that. He could hold st- his own though against those guys. Yeah, you just you just don't, you, but you don't have him anymore. You don't have that stout defender against some of these guys, which is why I kind of hoped 
Maybe we'd see some Markeith Morris a little bit here and there just to have at least one guy, at least one guy that can be stout against these against some of these athletes. Maybe that's uh, the rope dope. Maybe they're just saving him. For, yeah, they're, they're, they're saving him. Yeah. What what I, what this tells me a little bit is I feel like Maxi. they're going to try to lean on Maxi to be that guy. And he, I think, he, he is. I think we might see some double big lineups of Maxi and, and Dwight at times and see one of Reggie and, and, or Josh on the bench. And, you know, if it's a guy, you know, we, we did ideal, you know, playoff matchups, uh, on yesterday's pod. And we were talking about, you know, different matchups and stuff in the West and going up against like a KD or Kawhi or even like a Brandon Ingram, uh, or a Zion, like, you know, Reggie and Josh are just too small for that. So you almost yeah. have to have like Maxi take on that assignment. And then if you do that, then, playing the Suns, then you got to have Dwight in there to you know bang with DeAndre Ayton. So I don't know. We'll see. Tonight was also I, I know we talk about Christian Wood a lot on this show. But th- this is the first time I saw Luca and Tim Hardaway Jr. and like players on the court respond to his defense negatively and like get frustrated. And you saw that that play where uh where like Luca's taking the inbounds and Christian Woods inbounding it to him and he throws it and there's a spur play right there and he didn't like he didn't communicate like that Luca got mm-hmm. frustrated at him and was like yelling at him walking to the bench and like doing the have you seen that that show Invincible <laughs> the cartoon no. about the superhero family and like the dad is JK Simmons and he's like think he's like use your use your brain like you got to think about it like Luca basically did that to Christian Wood and that was not about that specific play necessarily I felt like it was a culmination of some of the defensive stuff and I'm just monitoring it. I'm doing body language doctor. I'm just watching it because they're, they're starting to get frustrated about this. Christian Wood missed on a rotation. Luca like looks right at the bench, looks right at kid and kid kind of puts his head down and like kind of covers his face to try and like avoid eye contact. I'm all doing the, I'm doing all the body language doctor stuff, <laughs> but that's the first time I've really seen them get frustrated outright on well, the court. And I'm, you're I'm not, watching it. You're not going to get the DM now. Uh, he had he had 16 points off the bench, and I'm just I mean we've talked about his role a lot. I like this yeah, role he's playing right right now. The I 20 didn't, I didn't 21. I will say this: the center rotation. We saw two guys, you know, with the addition of Justin Holiday, which I'm sure we'll talk about Holiday in the third segment here. But we've seen who didn't play, and Javale McGee, yeah. Jaden Hart, Jaden Hardy. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jaden did towards the end of the game, but like they were in the rotation before the All Star break, or at least you know coming in having their their spots there. Javel was just like gone again. So yeah, Christian play. Wood was back kind of in that role. You know, Holiday, you know, took minutes from from Hardy and you know, Frank still played 21, but still. This Spurs team's a little smaller, so I wondered if they wanted to go with more like switching and didn't think they could play JaVale, especially since he struggles against those like bigger wing athletes too. <laughs> like driving right at him. But yeah, that that was something interesting to me. Um coming up, let's talk about Justin Holiday. Jason Jason Kidd had an interesting quote about Holiday that I think could give us some insight into um, what we saw tonight and then going forward, uh, especially about holidays rolls. We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, let me tell you about the Nissan Electric Player of the Week. Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric Nissan Aria. The Electric Player of the Week, uh, it's still, it's Justin Holiday. I'm I'm, I'm making it Justin Holiday. Oh. Five of six from three in his Mavs debut. Who knew? Who knew that ju- that he could be uh, maybe the answer? <laughs> I feel like he's going to get some time. We're going to talk about him in a minute. Jason Kidd said that he could potentially start 
for the Mavericks. Who who would think that a buyout player would potentially okay. start for the Mavericks? Uh, he's electric. I thought that his um, I thought that his threes tonight. He was hitting open shots. He was getting open shots. He was playing in the defense well. Uh, his length made some some problems. He caused a couple of steals here, and so I think that 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 makes Justin Holiday the um, the Nissan Aria player of the week. Go check out the 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin you to your seat power and premium intelligence. The EV for people who love to drive shop now at NissanUSA.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's talk about Justin holiday and these role players, what we saw from the role players and the rotation. You touched on it a little bit at the end of the last segment, but I want to touch on it a little bit more. Um, Justin Holiday, five threes, 15 points, couple of steals, couple of rebounds, 21 minutes. That's a lot for a buyout guy. I was surprised in his first game uh, for the Mavericks. What did you see from him? I mean, he did He did exactly the thing you want him to do and stand in the corner, hit shots, and he hit the shots. and looked good. I mean, this is what he's known for. This is when you bring a guy off the street and get him for free uh, to be another wing. I mean – I was so happy with it because it's like you need another body out there that's you can never have enough, you know, six, 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 seven guys that can hit, hit some shots. And, you know, I'm not, you're not, I don't think you're putting him out there to be a, you know, Kawhi stopper, but it's another guy. He's a little bit bigger than Frank. He can shoot it better than Frank. So when you're starting to craft out the, um, no, I didn't forget about Frank. People forget about Frank. They do though. Neither did Jason kid. Um, but I think when you start looking at the you know the rotation, and let's say that starting unit you know stays the same, then you look at the bench unit tonight. You know, it's Tim, it's Christian Wood, uh, it's Justin Holiday and Frank Nelikina for the most part. Nine man rotation. I I think that'll stay the same, except switch Maxi out with Frank, and then you, you know whoever is still out there, Kyrie or Luca, is going to be running with you know Tim and <laughs> Tim and Holiday, Maxi and Christian Wood, and whether it's Kyrie or Luca, whoever. So, and that's a pretty dang good second unit. Something I found interesting about Justin, like just seeing Justin holiday out there and even thinking about Maxi coming back, the lineups are so much more balanced. Like we've seen this whole season, basically the Mavericks best defensive players, Dorian, Josh, now Maxi, were all injured for like long stretches of the season. Um, you know, Frank Nelikino was just relegated, relegated to the bench for different stretches of the season. And, uh, you know, JaVale McGee, we thought could have been a defensive presence. It just wasn't, wasn't, hasn't been playable and has been in and out. And like the Mavericks didn't have much balance to their offensive players, defensive players lineups, right? It just felt like it was all leaning offense at certain times. And now you just add one more guy in Justin Holiday, And it, you can see the balance of those second units, just a little bit more balanced. And you can see that. And then bringing Maxi back, it's going to balance it just a little bit more. And I thought that was a, one big positive uh, from that, but yeah, Justin Holiday, he up he upgrades the Frank Nelikina minutes by a lot, uh, yeah. and makes Frank playable a little bit more too because you can play those two guys at least if you have another shooter out there, and uh, if Christian Wood's going to be the center, you got a five that's a shooter, and uh, yeah, I thought that, that those minutes were positive. I mean, yeah, Frank Nelikina is plus twenty three <laughs> in this game. A lot of that was fourth quarter, but yeah, um, we have twenty five. We're at the twenty five minute mark. Or we got a couple, we got we got some time left. All right, because I want to talk about Kyrie for a little bit. Yeah, go ahead. Um, you know, Kyrie tonight, <laughs> he was a plus thirty-four in basically thirty minutes, and <laughs> you know we talked about watching him play, and you know with, with Luca, and you know when one of them's off the floor, and all of that. But 
man, just how he sets up the offense at times and to have another guy that, you know, when you think of Kyrie, think of all just the, you know, the dumb, crazy shots. He makes everything look so easy and effortless when, when realistically it's, you know, there's nobody else in the league that can, you know, there's what five players that can do what he can do at the point guard position, if that. And, but he just makes it look so easy, but it's also how he just, he gets everybody involved. And it's like, yeah. you have a guy like, like Luca who can, you know, be the quarterback and hit these guys and all of that. And you think that, you know, if Luca goes off the floor, it's like, all right, now we're going to, it's going to be like a downgrade in the playmaking or the downgrade in the creating and kicking out or in creating for others. And it honestly isn't because Kyrie can just, and in even the pace, I felt like Luca picked up the pace a little bit tonight, a little bit. Um, yeah. And, you know, just both of them, they had that, you know, sequence. It was, uh, you know, two plays right, right off of each other at the end of the, I think it was in the first half. And, you know, they were smiling, dabbing up and stuff going, you know, off the court. It's like, all right, let's clip that. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you just, you know, watching Kyrie play basketball, you know, it, it's cool being on the other end of Kyrie you know, being wearing your team's jersey and watching him do his thing. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I, I think, you know, plus minus is we've talked about a lot, you know, pros and cons of it. But uh, being a plus 34 in 30 minutes is uh, pretty impressive. Yeah, I thought that and, – and just that he takes over those fourth quarters, right? Like he can he – can, yeah. he sets up – for. it feels like we've seen Kyrie kind of have the same game for the, for the last couple of games here. He sets up, he sets up, he defers to others. Fourth quarter, mine. I'm taking this. Like I'm well, it's ta- like he, he it, I, I thought about this tonight because it's like he it it's like almost they either they've addressed it openly or he's just adjusted to it and saying, All right, Luca, this like, is what they need. You got the first. Like, do your thing. Like, it's your show. You're one of the best, you know, first quarter scorers in the league. Look at all the numbers, all the stuff. Do your thing. Let me play off you in in the first. Fourth quarter is my quarter, <laughs> you know, until yeah. like the very end, you know, Lucas probably gonna have the ball in his hands, but it's like, I wonder if they've even, they've talked about that of like, all right, like you, you take first, I'll take the fourth. Well, first quarter, first quarter is the one they would have to talk about. Fourth quarter comes natural. Cause Lucas on the bench. <laughs> Kyrie, yeah, like, well, takes over. Back like halfway, Kyrie, take, yeah. Kyrie takes over at the beginning of those fourth quarters. And like, and in this game it was done. Luca didn't even have to come into the fourth quarter, which is another big positive from this game. But yeah, and that's going to be sorry I'm interrupting you, but that's going to be the next like thing over these next, you know, what 22 games of the close fourth 21. quarters or 21 games. It's going to be the how does Luca come in? Like let's say it's a close game, but Kyrie's like it's like the Minnesota game. Yeah. And he's doing his thing and Luca comes in, in the in midway through the fourth like he does and it's like, "All right, do they continue running everything through Kyrie <laughs> or what that's the stuff I want to watch." And I think Luca's willing to defer, right? Like I think Luca's willing to to defer in that. Like you see the way he's responded to him. You see the way he responds when Kyrie makes crazy shots. And I asked Luca, I said, you know, what is it? What does Kyrie do to to take over those fourth quarters? And he just, he, you know, gave gave me a Luca answer. But he said he's just a clutch player. And like Luca has that in his mind. Like he's a star. He's a clutch player. He's a guy I respect. Right. And that goes a long way with Luca basketball wise. And if you can do that and if you can uh, take over, then Luca's more than willing to, to seed some uh, shots. Luca took 16 shots in 30 minutes. When's the last time Luca took 16 shots in 30 minutes on a team and got 10 assists on this game? Six three point attempts. I, uh, 
Hey, that's under ten or under nine. What was the what was the number we kept tracking? Hey, uh, Nick, give me that rebounding battle. Ooh, Mavs thirty six rebounds, Spurs forty five rebounds, ten wow. offensive rebounds for the Spurs, and only three offensive for the Mavs. They lost the rebounding battle by nine, and yeah, they won the, by twenty. Yeah. But the Mavs shot 52% from three, and they took 36 free throws, which is another thing Kyrie brings is he hits his free throws. He hit four free throws in the first quarter. He didn't have to hit any more. He didn't have to take any more. Shout out to Luka, 11 for 12 in this game. Great. He's just rubbing off on him in so many ways. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we saw... We saw a little bit from everybody. I'm, I'm curious, though, about the Justin Holiday starting. That was a quote that, that Jason Kidd said that uh, that really perked my ears up, that he could potentially start for this team. If Justin Holiday starts, then, then that – if he starts, <laughs> then that would tell – what that tells me is they're entertaining some minutes that Kyrie and Luka are off the floor together. Because if he starts, that means you're probably moving what Josh to the bench. That's what I would think to try to bolster the bench a little bit more, have a little bit more connectivity, uh, vers- <laughs> yeah, and and versatility out there with with Tim and Christian Wood and Maxi. And at that point, it's like, all right, you have Josh, who let's say he's the third ball handler, like Nico said, yeah. and it's like Josh, Tim, uh, you know, Maxi, Christian Wood. And then, like Reggie's still out there, Holiday's still out there, something like that. And you're entertaining Luca, and but I th- I think that's interesting, but I don't think it's I don't think it's Luke one like both of Luca and Kyrie off. I think that Josh Green is better as a secondary than he is as like a tertiary guy, and Justin Holiday's a better as a sp- as a spot up shooter. Like him and Reggie can just do what they did tonight and just hit threes. And I think Justin Holiday is a better spot up shooter than than Josh Green, and that's the thing. That I, I think, think they need Josh. I think Josh is better defender. Yeah, I would trust. Yeah, I would, I think I would I'd agree. want Josh Garden like a, you know, Damian Lillard or and, something like that. I mean, it's just something Jason Kidd said we're open to and we're looking at. So it's not even yeah. set or anything like that. But it is something interesting. Uh, but Jason, say, Jason Kidd in, yeah. in practice, he said the day before that Justin Holiday looked really good. And so, you know, coming off of All Star, and he, you know, they said they played a really fast, up tempo practice, and Justin Holiday was really hanging with everybody. And Jason Kidd looks at stuff like that. Like this is stuff that we don't see. Uh, from the Mavericks, yes. where you know, in practice, what if Markeith Morris and, and JaVale McGee looked really sluggish and didn't couldn't keep up with everybody? Then all of a sudden, Jason Kidd doesn't play him, right? Like I think that's some of the things that we don't see. And Justin Holiday at least checked that box for Jason Kidd. He played him a ton in this game, and he liked what he saw, and we liked what he saw. He saw. And Sunday's a big game. Yeah, you know, Lakers are trying to win every game. I mean, they have to win games to try to get into the play-in. And you know, obviously Everyone Dallas does. doesn't want to. Dallas doesn't want to fall back, so. uh it should be a fun. I mean, we know all know the Kyrie LeBron and LeBron and Luca AD playing. Some and, guy in the section next to me yelled, "We'll see you in in L.A., Kyrie." That's what he yelled when Kyrie was at the free throw line. Dang. He was a anyway, he was a Spurs fan. He he definitely was. He had Spurs gear on. But it's our it's already a big game when you know Lakers come to town, LeBron comes to town, and all that. But uh, both of them are trying to. Trying to win games right now. We'll have a post game for you, so make sure you subscribe, hang out with us. Go listen to Locked on NBA Game to Game. You can hear the breakdown and the reaction of all the games from every moment, every top performance from each of the hosts that cover those teams. Locked on NBA Game to Game on the Locked on NBA YouTube channel and the Locked on NBA feed. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Mavs. Peace out. Boom.